Welcome back to Danish and Confused. Are you ready for another hour of cold songs from the icy north? This month in particular, I found a load of new music with a focus on electronics. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this trip through my newfound sonic sandscapes as I tell you about my latest adventures in this flat land. Oh, 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 
Part 6. Scandinavian Settlement. Three months. Three months have passed since I took the plane and left the Belgian summer. Since then, the leaves have turned bright yellow and dark red, and the sky has had many autumny, colorful outbursts. As the days pass, this small new part of the world has revealed its little charms to me, but also its trials and tribulations. They really weren't kidding when they said that it gets dark here. Winter is coming, and I'm looking forward to it. The sine wave of life continues, and it's time for the quieter and more silent introspective part of being human now. Even though it's warmer than it's ever been for this time of the year, I am patiently waiting for that first snowflake to fall and greet my first Nordic winter. I've settled into a new routine, and in that routine, my bicycle has been my anchor. Hours of biking a day. Very slowly, but very surely, this awkward white girl is getting a Danish Kim Kardashian bicycle butt. I wake up and I start my cycling quest to the city center, and every morning I get to greet Johnny Depp and Zac Afron on almost every hairdresser's billboard and windows. Now that I think about it, the Danish boys almost all have the same haircut. Thanks Johnny, and thanks Zac. And these thoughts fill my head as I bike over Amabrogul and across the white painted metal bridges. Part 7. The Chocolate Disgrace If there is one thing that I won't ever be able to disassociate with Denmark, then it's the ever-presence of Netto. 
Netto is the supermarket chain, coloring the streets of Copenhagen with its annoyingly bright yellow aesthetic. And I'm sure if you look at Denmark from space, you would just see a big, ugly yellow spot. But then again, they sell the cheapest cookies out there in this vast land of expensive food. But there is one thing where I, me, a Belgian citizen with some Belgian pride left, cannot take peace with. I did testing and experimenting, and I have come to the conclusion that, oh my god, Denmark needs better chocolate. The last aisle you walk through in the supermarket is overwhelmed with strange-looking chocolate brands, and I have tried them all, but none of them come close to the sacred experience of breaking off a small piece of Cotidor, or Descalides, or Godiva, and letting it melt in your mouth. Honestly, the best chocolate I could find here was of Finnish origin, called Kalfaser. How deliciously ironic. And if there's one thing that I take seriously in life, it is chocolate. So Denmark, please, step up your game. I am, however, forgiving, because what they lack in taste, they possess in wildlife surprises. My bike rides often take place after sunset, and after the sunset the foxes come out. As I walk through the dimly lit corridors of my school, I glance out the windows and sometimes, sometimes I see them. Fully grown, beautiful red foxes, hovering across the empty streets, jumping into the bushes next to the water, and I watch them play and disappear back into the night. And then I put my earbuds in for my ride home and I listen to Susanna Sundfer, White Foxes.
Part Eight. Excuse me while I kiss the sky. Chicken Little said it back in 2007. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. I bet you that he was living in Denmark at the time, because there is nothing quite like that big bubble hovering over the city of Copenhagen. Every morning, I open my curtains in wonder. What does the sky have to offer me today? I humbly accept every color, shade, force, shape, bright or darkness that it has to offer to me. It's kind of like a big giant hugging the entire population of the country, asking us to stay humble but to keep looking up every day, to keep dreaming. And I've driven into sunrises the color copper or gray, and I've seen the sun go to rest, leaving us with a fire in the sky or with a golden blanket. And I have felt the way the sky has been angry when thunder strikes in pitch black, with the intensity of what feels like ten million stars exploding. I've felt cold, cold rain showers that have left me wondering what I did wrong to deserve this, arriving somewhere looking like a drained sponge, and I just laugh at it all. If you have no rain suit in this concrete wilderness, then you will slowly become a jellyfish. But all the northern gods can strike these tough people with their impulsive wrath and anger in silent, terrifying thunderstorms. Yet moments after, it can bless you with the most beautiful, complete rainbow that you've ever seen. I even saw some double rainbows. It's a double rainbow reaching all the way into the heavens. All the way. So you can imagine that some of my favorite moments here are when I cross the long silk bridges over a horizon of fresh water, with a cold wind in my hair, and when for a minute, nothing else really matters.
Part 9. My Nordic Plunges When in Rome, do as the Romans. When in Denmark, do as the Danish. And the Danish do pretty crazy things, let me tell you. The water here is about two weeks behind in temperature as the air. So right now, I would say the water is about 10 degrees Celsius. Yet somehow, in some way, these wintered Viking freaks think that it's actually pleasant to start every morning by plunging into the ice-cold water. Who needs coffee, right? I was cool with this, pun intended, back in August and in September, when the summer was still lingering. But then came autumn, and the water got colder, and the weather got worse, and people kept jumping in. It was madness. Wim Hof, step up your game. But I have to admit that there's nothing quite like the rush of it. Feeling alive. And when I'm standing on the edge of that wooden dock, I think of all the people in Titanic. Jack! Jack! Don't be a pussy. Jump. And then I do. And then I feel good. And then I come out to drink a warm cup of tea, and then life is fine. Danish and confused. Scandinavia is known for its sauna lovers. At first I didn't really notice the trend, but now that winter is coming, winter is coming. I hear to my left and right that people go to saunas every week. I mean, the traditional Belgian inside of me is quite skeptical about sitting in a damp, warm room with naked, fleshy strangers, leaving sweat imprints on surfaces so hot that they'll burn your skin. But then again, when in Rome, like a schizophrenic Eskimo sitting in this burning hot room like smoked salmons, you run outside after the sauna and frantically jump into ice-cold water under the veil of self-consolation that it's supposedly good for you. Well, chocolate is also supposedly good for you, so I know where my priorities lie. But I hereby solemnly swear on this radio station that I will do the sauna thingy and I will jump into the cold water afterwards, potentially having an out-of-body experience and probably leaving my ungrateful soul behind in the icy coldness. Deal? Deal. Jeg er halv 
Part 10. Going North Being in Copenhagen doesn't necessarily mean staying in Copenhagen. A few trips here and there make the experience of being abroad even better. And one of those trips was to a small town by the ocean, although almost everything here is by the ocean, and it's called Dronningmølle. We took a tiny car that looked like it was teleported from the 1980s and drove for an hour to the north. And slowly the big city lights made way for big open fields and never-ending horizons. A serenity took over the noise, so much that we turned off the radio and just stared out the window in silent contentment. Remember how I said that I suspect every Dane to own a summer house? Well, I finally got to experience the Nordic summer house phenomenon myself. We arrived at this cozy horizontal wooden house, surrounded by bushes and trees. And walking into that house was like walking straight into an IKEA catalog. The pastel colors, the wooden shelves with the ceramics placed neatly yet nonchalant, the duvet on the fluffiest couch that you've ever seen, and the kitchen island, perfect to just linger about, snacking on food while talking to friends and family, all lit up in a warm yellowy glowing light. We spent the evening eating a warm Danish buffet, dancing to ABBA, and running around under the stars in our underwear. The next morning we woke up early, we took our bathing suits and towels and set out to the beach. Giant waves from Sweden doomed up out of the cold like mountains, and the four of us, scared but brave soldiers, stared at those water horses. We took off our clothes and faced the deep. We started running like idiots, and once we hit the water, we started screaming like idiots, and shortly after that, laughing like idiots. If we had had one more shot of adrenaline, we would have surely swam all the way to Sweden like idiots. Some rock.
Part 11. Mama Mamai Corona. As the world got progressively worse and taken over by this invisible virus, I tried to live my new life as if these global changes didn't affect me. On a micro and macro scale, there's so much happening and there's only so much one person can take in. So, in times of great change, I tell myself to focus on one thing at a time, one day at a time, and to remember living a good life. A good life involves good people too. There was a tiny explosion in my social circle when I moved here, and that explosion had consequences. After three intense weeks of meeting great new people, came two intense weeks of staring at a wall. 
Ding ding ding! Your school has been infected by COVID-19. Seven people got infected, including yours truly. After a sleepless night of the worst headache ever, I pulled myself to my feet to get tested. And two slow days later, I got a phone call of a very nice Danish lady telling me very nicely that I have corona and that she's sorry. Now, this would not have been such a big problem were it not for the huge wedding taking place in the house where I am staying. And this wedding would take place the very next day. I don't think that there's a worse feeling than having to tell a groom that he cannot marry his bride because of a pandemic. But I did. And he said, thank you for telling me. We're doing the wedding anyway. Go to your room and go to hell. I'm kidding about that last part, but they did do the wedding responsibly, and you get to decide for yourself whether that was sarcasm or not. At least the barbecue man smuggled me food through the window. Without barbecue man, I wouldn't have survived. If you're out there, barbecue man, you saved my life.
Part 12, The Great Escape. There is something unbelievably magical about this place, and I notice that best when I am in the air and when I zoom out for a second. So I took the plane home in October and I spent six days in Belgium. And leaving Denmark felt melancholic and sad, like I have so many unfinished business here, so many unexplored territory. As I unveil this place, this place unveils me. And when I took this plane home, it was already colder and the air was crispier, and the autumn colors were in the air. The yellow seems to be more intense here, and the land from above glowed in a golden aura. Ethereal clouds hung next to me so still and threatening and impressive. The airplane clawed its way up and up and up until a bright white sea. Horizontal and calm as if it's unaware and oblivious to the world down there. Not aware of me, not aware of all the noise in my head. It's feeding me in all its richness and opening up new futures. But that unfortunately also comes with a lot of existential questions. So I've started by taking it one small step at a time and I've decided to stay here for another six months. This place gives me time and space to breathe and time to heal from this bleeding world. Just your mouth. Just your love. Just your anointing oils. Just your name. Just your chambers. Just your love And my mother's sons And my own vineyard And my soul Just your flock Just your companions Just your kids Just your cheeks just your neck, just your couch, and my perfume, and my beloved, and my breasts, and my beloved, and my love, just your eyes. And my beloved And my 
Just your flowing look 
Thank you for listening once again to Danish and Confused. In this episode, I put an emphasis on poppy and electronic-y music stuff. I'm also creating a playlist on Spotify with the songs that I use in this program and more. If you're interested, send me a message on Instagram. My account is called Audrey Makes Music. See you in three weeks. Vi ses och kärlighet. Fuck, still can't speak a word of Danish. Vi ses och kärlighet. Danish and confused.